Hello and welcome back to the Garment Decorators podcast from Target Transfers. My name is Andy and I'm delighted to be joined by the team from Beachville Brands today. I have Ashford and Chris with me. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, how are you doing? Very good, thank you. Thank you very much for joining me. So for those of you who are not familiar with Beachfield Brands, they are here as part of the Headwear Live event that we're putting on together, but they are also the uh, main distributor, or main um, company behind hats and bags and accessories in the UK and Europe. So anything uh, above and beyond T-shirts and hoodies that we normally talk about, these are the go-to people. So thank you very much for joining us today and for joining us for Headwear Live. It's really appreciated. It's great to have you all here. And um, we are so pleased to have you here because we're so used to using your products all the time. So, you know, whenever we're doing videos on bags and hats, we're always you know, asking you guys for hats and bags to help us out because we know that they're the best quality. But I really wanted to have you on today to give everyone that watches and listens a little bit more of an idea about who Beachfield are, a bit of the story behind what you do, and perhaps give us some insight into some ideas for decorators that are thinking about getting into bags and hats and accessories. So can you tell us a little bit about how Beachfield get, got started and some of the products that you can offer? Yeah, so, um, yeah, so Beachfield originally started as a headwear company only, mm-hmm. um, you know, around 1994, 1995. Um, you know, around 10, 15 styles. Some of those styles are still going today. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, quite quickly, um, the owner realised that there was much more than just headwear. Yeah. So, you know, we began to develop some cotton styles originally. So Westwood Mill was born. And then realised there's more opportunities in sportswear and workwear. So Bag Racing Quadra was kind of quickly born, you know, within the first five years of, of Beachfield. Yeah. So uh, Beachfield Brands became the, uh, the company to be in terms of accessories. So, yeah, to me, Beachfield Brands is... Is going to be an eye opener for everyone, especially for everyone that attends Headwear Live and everyone that's watching today. Is because, and we often talk about um, when you go into shops and you look at t-shirts and you're like, "Yep, that's Bella Canvas." Well, that's Audis. Yeah. You immediately know, like, I know how much this costs, and I know if it's good or quality or not. Yeah. And if you're a snob like myself or Molly, you're like, "Yeah, I'm not buying that because that's the cheaper version." Yeah, yeah. Um, but for me, a lot of your products are the same. Like that, like once you start to get to know hats now and bags, you mentioned Westford Mill. Like, there's so many tote bags that you see everywhere, and you look into the inside of that, you'll see the Westford Mill tag, yeah. and you're like, oh, and you start to you'll start to familiarise yourself with your products that way. Yeah. Like, so many blank hats that are out there are a Beachfield brand hat mm. that's been rebranded. So many of your bags I see all over the internet and at pop up events, and they're just being very cleverly rebadged and rebranded. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think the you know, the accessibility of, of our products and the availability yeah. and the range just you know really lends itself to to decoration yeah um, you know and, and printing in particular so you know, just lots of options and and different varied versions you can you can do to, to our products i think that's that's really important because and you start everyone that's listening start to realize this, as they get into hats and bags is, and they start to understand them you realize they're not just here's a hat that you could brand it's here's a hat that's been designed to be branded yes. and likewise with the the bags in the same way that you might expect a hoodie or an, a jacket to have secret areas that you look like it's part of the design yeah. and always meant to be like that but actually it's very specifically built to be yeah, designed absolutely. in leverage isn't yeah, it yeah i mean like you know one of our kind of core values is design for decoration yeah so when they design team are developing products it's okay it's got to look nice it's got to be functional you know it's got to be long lasting and durable yeah but it's also you know how to make it easier to to decorate so things like easy access easy panels yeah um, hidden zip liners in, in certain products and then, yeah just making things you know the seam on a product be two centimeters higher than the traditional sizing yeah for example so yeah design for decoration is definitely 
uh, one of our core values in terms of products. It is. It's a bit like everything we do with heat printing is all about those little gains that just make try and make your life easier that you don't necessarily realize you might take for granted like say the just making the sweatband or the actual structure marginally different it just means it sits flush onto a heat press or an embroidery machine and just makes everyone's life a little bit easier yeah yeah i mean when when you talk like um our uh, beanies some of our patch beanies yeah so you know acrylic doesn't do so well under the heat Mm -hmm. it's like well we still want the opportunity to give people to to print on them yeah we developed a product where it has a cotton patch over the front of it you know that side of us one style and now you've got you know one with a bubble on it one with a removal patch completely there's one with a thin shot lining you know there's five or six different patch versions of a beanie yeah now just gives you the option to to print on yeah just you know embroidery only so you know it's, it's good for us so for anyone that's sort of thinking about getting started, because I imagine a lot of people listening are, have never actually decorated a, a bag or a hat or any kind of accessory before, uh, what other things, let's talk about hats to start off with specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just wondering what the sort of things that people should look for. Forget like Beachfield for a second, I suppose, but, um, and this is a conversation we have a lot with t-shirt manufacturers, is actually what should you look for? If you go, go into a premium promotion, mm-hmm. or an event like that, and you're like, there's loads and loads of products in front of you, yeah. what is a telltale sign of a good quality hat for someone to look out for? I think it all leads from the customer themselves. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it's all down to their customer and what the use is. Yep. You know, you know, one one good seller might not be a good seller in, a, in another market. Yeah. So, you know, quite often I say um, something like a B15, you know, is your, is your all-rounder cap. It can be used in from promotional wear to workwear to fashion and all the in-between. And um, other styles like the uh, the B661, the flat peak that you've been decorating you know, quite a lot of with the, uh, with the bill, you know, that's more of a, a trend fashion yep. element. So that might not be sitting in someone that's, you know, doing uh, kids' wear, for example. So, you know, all of our products meet a certain standard of quality anyway. So I tend to tell people, you know, lead with the, the colours that you want for your branding or your customer or your, your club. Um, and the, the hat will be, will be fitting for, for whichever market you decide to go for. Starting off with the why rather than exactly exactly that yeah yeah and if anyone so the codes that Ashford's mentioned there if you just go on to any of the wholesalers you can just pop those codes into the search bar and they'll come up straight yeah. away so anything that we mention over this video and any other videos they're very easy to find yeah. that way as well yeah yeah you, you can use um, beachfieldbrands.com as well the um, the search bar function on there is really really intuitive so you can type in things like purple cap or green bag or yeah. orange scarf uh, for example that just bring up all the products, you know, um, pertaining to your search. So it just makes it so much easier to, to find things. And thinking about the UK market, are there any particular hat styles that you see to tend to be more popular than others? Um, we're finding that truckers are still very relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we kind of brought in more truckers four or five years ago, uh, more kind of uh, streamlined, more fitted versions of a trucker than a traditional kind of white panel, um, relatively high build. Um, so truck is still relevant. We have organic versions now. We have ones with uh, recycled polyester content as well. So you know, we're really focusing on introducing more um, you know, ethically you know, uh, sound styles. Yeah. So more organics and more recycled um, in, you know, in headwear uh, as well as the, the other brands. And when you say trucker, just because this is something I kind of... I didn't quite take on board at first. Is it? It's not like say it's not just the ones with the white panel. You're not just referring to something yes. like an American truck would wear. You're yeah. looking. It's it's a particular. So how would you describe the style of a truck for anyone that's unfamiliar? 
a trucker is a cab that has a mesh back, yep. essentially, and a mesh back, and quite often with a snapback closure. Mm-hmm. So it's only like you know the, the the bubbles on it rather than a, a clip or a, you know, yeah. a rip strip. Um, and the peaks are usually curved as well. So curved peak, mesh back, um, and then the, the paneling is, you know, can be a six panel or five panel. But the mesh back and the, the curved peak is usually the, the two telltale signs for yeah. a trucker cap. Yeah, usually afraid of trucker mesh cap yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Okay, that's really helpful because that was yeah. the thing, like I said, I made that mistake when you said, yeah, I think we should do, I've got loads of trucker t- hats I want to, yeah. I should feature at the event. And I was thinking, I'm a bit surprised yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's, like, um, it's like snapbacks as well. Yeah. People um, refer snapback as the classic kind of, you know, high build, flat peak kind of, you know, wrapper style cap. But yeah. actually, a snapback is a type of closure, yeah. um, not the actual style of cap. Um, so that's, that's another thing that's the, it's interesting. It's the, it's the closure, not the actual style yeah. of the cap. And I guess this is a kind of question for you both because I know that obviously Ashford, you've been with Beachwood for a little while now, and which you're relative. Just I mean, a little it's, while. Or been a year. I guess it's been the best part of a year or yeah, so, is it? So I was just wondering for you, Ashford, what if what was the sort of last few years? Have you seen like a kind of evolution in the UK? And I guess, and then for you, Chris, was like what is the first things you noticed once you joined Beachfield and what you how you found the hat market? I think the evolution is. It's not just promotional wear, you know. It's not mm-hmm. just your, 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 your typical, you know, um, single block coloured cap yeah. in you know thirty five colours. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we we're able to design specific caps for specific markets and trends yeah. and customers. Um, I think that has probably been the, the one of the biggest telltale signs is creating much more varied styles, um, more variability, more options, um, and yeah, just 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 trying to create you know something for everyone. Yeah, and not just yeah a single block colour cap. How about yourself, Chris? When you when you first, as a kind of, I mean, you're not. I know that you have a fashion background, and you're. Yeah. It's not. It's not new to you. But what would you say is a as a kind of like someone who's newer to the, the hat decorating market? What's things that you've noticed that particularly surprised you or stood um, out? I think um, companies are just trying to expand their own kind of branding you know it was all just very much about like t-shirts and polo shirts but you know you bring hats and caps into it and there are a lot more you know people can decorate them a lot easier nowadays you know you've got a lot of evolving technologies when it comes to it so i think people are just a lot more willing to expand into branding their own hats and caps and things like that because to me it's it's quite similar to way the way that the workwear market has has grown and evolved so, for instance, when we say workwear, it's a bit like a truck hat. It could mean anything, obviously. Yeah. A workwear for me is anything that is someone who goes to work with the branding on them. Mm-hmm. Um, but even in the more kind of like traditional like workwear on a building site, the emphasis on style has changed quite a bit, especially over the last sort of five years when everyone wants things to fit nice and look mm-hmm. nice. But uh, And as hats have started to become part of that workwear set, or things that you would give to a new employee or yep. a day-to-day employee. Yep. So, and I think that the way people's styles from their sort of um, five to nines have been kind of bleeding into the the workwear now. I think as well. It's the, does that is that something that you guys see a lot where people are in more traditional markets are demanding something a bit more interesting, a bit more stylish. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, the um, what was you know your your, your workwear, you know. Jackets, blazer, you know, shoes, trousers—you know—that kind of, you know, doesn't really exist um, as much as it used to. Mm. So you know, it's much more relaxed, much more kind of, um, 
you know, comfortable and, you know, people are being more kind of fashion conscious as well. Yeah. You know, with the technology, you know, social media, you know, every, your brand is everywhere yeah. um, and can be everywhere. So the, you need to take every opportunity you can to make sure you are looking as, you know, as presentable um, as you can, especially if you're representing um, your brand or your company. So yeah. having a headwear accessory or a bag or, you know, a backpack or something to go with your uniform mm. um, is, is, is definitely something we've seen is... Um, is apparent. And I think that's something that I always encourage everyone that comes into one of our events or one of our masterclasses here is, you know, as a purely from a business decision, if you're already doing it with the rest of the workwear, why not ask them for a hat? Because they're, yeah. gonna, they, you know, they're, they're low cost to make, and we'll get into that in a minute. But, you know, it, again, it's just a way of increasing your average order value. So the best way to grow your business is to grow your existing business. Yeah. And if you can say you've got, I know you're doing 50 people's workwear you can try and add another 10 to 15 pounds per person every single time yep. without with relative ease the actual uh decorating part mm-hmm. it's a real win it seems yeah. like a no-brainer to me yeah yeah absolutely yeah i mean the logos that they have that they put on their jackets or you know whatever it may be quite often can be replicated on a on headwear yeah so you know quite easily can put a a branded logo on a cap or on one of our patch beanies um so yeah, it's a no-brainer just to add that extra little piece. Yeah. And employees essentially are walking billboards anyway for your business as well. Yeah. So any way that you can, from a purely selfish point of view, you can brand them is for the yeah. is better for, really yeah. for your business that way. Yeah, yeah. And quite often, you know, people will, you know, fulfil the order that they've had, and then if they've got, you know, a cap or a patch being spare, they can put the logo on it and just put it in um, as a, as an example. So yeah. Eagle guys, say something that we've done. You can see um, we put your logo on it. Have a little think, and then you know more often than not, people will get a return on. You yeah, know, might be only five or ten, but it's you know it's, it's five or ten more than you know not doing any. I see, and it builds and builds, um, and we you know as well as workwear, one of the markets I see some of our customers succeeding is, is in the sportswear. So let's say, for instance, we have a lot of sports decorators um, in at Target Transfers. And if you have, um, say, a football team, but you have age groups for that football team, so you yeah. could go from 11 through to adults, and you're already doing their shirts and their bags yeah. and their hoodies and everything else that goes with this, the being part of the team, it's yeah. like you can spread hats throughout every single age group. So it might be that you only get two or three hats per individual team, yes. but it could be 100 hats over the whole team yeah. Yeah. when yeah. it comes to ordering a kit set. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, it's not just a hat either. You know, we could do we do caps, we do beanies, and we do yes. scarves, all in a you know, kind of team wear color color range. Yeah. So they very much lend themselves to to any. You know, That's it. Well, exactly. Two or three items potentially you've added on there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is and it, and in all honesty, because of the low cost of buying hats is that they're not going to your customer's not going to necessarily notice. Be like, yeah, that's great. I'll have some of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, and they're probably wearing a hat or a beanie or a scarf anyway yeah. so why not be branded with the team yeah. which they're probably going to identify with on an emotional level more anyway yeah yeah um so before we get into pricing because i think that's really important one of the other things i kind of i like to stress to people uh, and i'm sure that you two both see it as well is that in the uk market now i think we've definitely moved from hat to hats and so what i mean is that a, someone's wardrobe is not just hat singular yeah. It's not just I have a baseball cap in the summer and a beanie or a bubble hat in the winter. It's like, yeah, I might have three or four hats for every season now yeah. because it's become part of fashion and your day-to-day wearing. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, you know, we, we, we cater to that many different markets. 
you know, across Beachfield, we've got around 200 different styles. Yeah. So, you know, caps, beanies, scarves, gloves, all sorts of, you know, headwear, accessories. Yeah. You know, on Monday, you're going there uh, playing football, so you need to put a beanie on to keep yourself warm. You know, on, on Wednesday, you're going for a run, you can wear a technical running cap. You know, yeah. and then Friday, you know, you've, um, you've got a, a, a sportsman's dinner. So you can wear something more formal, like you know, like Gatsby hats or something. So we've got you know a varied range um, for all markets. Yeah. So for someone who's first starting, obviously the important the thing you mentioned earlier is really important is actually start off with who your customer types mm-hmm. are. So it's very important to try and segment your customers and, and try and match the hat to them. Yes. Because um, like I said, there's hundreds of possibilities, but it doesn't mean you should sell every single one of your hats because that would be yep. foolish and you'd be distracting. Um, but the great thing is you can buy pretty much one mm-hmm. of every single hat pretty much from everywhere. Is that, is yep. that right, I think, yep. isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, we've got um, you know, four customers in the UK, and they all stock our full range, so you can just buy one or a million. You know. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, please buy a million. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's completely complete up to you guys. Um, yeah. But yeah. It's, it's... So do you, do you two have any favourite hats? If, you were to, if you're going to a show or you know, you've got a hat from you've borrowed uh because you like that which mm-hmm. which are your two favorite styles of the hat, beachfoot hats so i have three okay so um from a fashion perspective i like the b646 mm-hmm. um it's a it's a trucker mesh cap uh six panel um i like the way it fits on my head and the shaping of it um and i also tried out the new b7tr as an alternative um same shaping same styling except it's got recycled polyester on the, on the, okay. on the front um, so from a fashion point of view, from a um, running point of view, when I used to run, I used to um, use one of the technical running caps. Um, great fitting, and it has a great sweatband on there as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you're running and you're getting hot, you don't want the kind of sweat running down into your face. So one of the technical running caps is good. And then the, you know, the, the B45 is a, is a classic all-rounder. Yeah. Um, used for all occasions, even all seasons. We see mm-hmm. people wearing it as a trend beanie in the summer, yeah. not just as a... You have to keep your ears warm. Um, so, yeah, they, they're kind of my three I go for. How about you, Chris? Um, I mean, I like wearing a beanie. I'd wear a beanie um, all year if I could. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I want a new patch beanie, the fashion beanie, the 442R. Mm-hmm. I think it's such, like, a nice, stylish net, I think, compared to, like, our other... Um, patch beanies um, which are very like workwear related or like school related I think the B442 are you know it's very fashion fashion led yeah and so it's got the nice contrast patch um, really lovely knit um, yeah I think add a smart logo onto that and, yeah you know it's, it's super smart it's we, really we were having a play around with some of the products before in the build up to this event and I would say it definitely has a real premium finish to that one yeah I mean all of your products do and that's why we work with you but there's something I think there's something about the is it I don't know if it's thicker than knit on it or something but yeah it, it's, it's kind of like a, or deeper or something I'm not quite sure how, how would you describe the, the knit of a bean is there a technical term for the way that it sits or the way it works yeah. For us oh, novices, it, it depends which beanie. Okay, you know, people ask that's me like, okay. Well, this is this is this yeah. is good because we always say that you know it's good to be nerdy about stuff, and we're here to be nerdy about hats and bags. So yeah. give us the, the nerdy detail on it. Well, um, you know uh, things like you know the B forty five, for example. You know um, you'll notice that it has no seams. Mm-hmm. That that's a, that's a tubular knit. Okay, so you know it's kind of sewn like a sock, right? And then it, and then it's and then it's pulled 
inside out and then sewn at the top. So you have like the four darts. Yeah. Um, so you have like a really nice, seamless, uh, soft finish. Um, other things like Chris was mentioning, um, it's either a single stitch or a double stitch. Um, I'm not sure the exact technical details, um, but essentially if you look at the, the beanie and the ribs, you'll notice a stitch running down it or across it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the more stitches essentially within it, um, the uh, more ribs and more refined it will feel. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like higher ribbed or lower ribbed, depending on how many okay. stitches are running through it. Well, that's good because we want, we want people to go into shops now and start looking at stuff and be like, it's the bee... 45 or things like that we want because that's how people can grow and understand the business is is the, you should be able to like i'm sure sure i mean maybe we should do this as a video but if we put a load of caps in front of you and blindfolded you i'm pretty yeah. sure you could pick them up now and go be like yeah i know exactly which yeah, one yeah, this yeah, is yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think i think with the caps you could, you could definitely do that the beanies i think they all have such a really nice soft touch feel to them yeah the beanies would be i think a little more challenging i'd like to see the challenge okay um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The caps would be, be easy, but the, the beanies, yeah, I don't think even, you know, product development people in our place, I don't think they'd be able to, to identify which beanie is which. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things I did want to cover today, because today's all about trying to kind of demystify hat decorating and bag decorating, because it's, and as you know, we've been preparing for the event, and I always like to, if I'm going to present on something, and if we're going to run an event, I wouldn't do it unless I truly yeah. believed in yeah. that. Um, and because we've been working together for years well, since I joined the industry, and I know that it was the case Target and Beachfield always had a good partnership before that, yeah. is that it is easy to decorate hats now. Absolutely. Um, and, I mean, could you walk us through some of the decorating styles that you see from your customers and decorate, you know, above and beyond heat printing, obviously, as well? Yeah, I think the, um, the, the, the perception, um, one of the, the main perceptions that we see is that you can't decorate six-panel caps, yeah. whether it be a print or embroidery. Um, you know, more often than not, they just see the seam and go, I can't do that. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing how easy it actually is, as you'll find out you know, tomorrow um, with the printing. But even the embroidery, um, it's, it's really just a case of, of knowing how to do it. Now, one of the things we did to help kind of combat that was bring on Chris. You know, so Chris is our product decoration consultant, mm-hmm. and he's here to help and advise customers on all types of decoration methods um, because... It is really easy to decorate a cap or a bag. Yeah. Um, so we talk about pricing. One of the one of the things that people kind of get stuck or one of the barriers that they face is actually the pricing of the products. A cap, you know, two pound, three pound, they can they can vary. But when they come into some of the more expensive bags, they can quite quickly go, well, that bag's ten pound or that bag's fifteen pound. I might try it once, and then before you know it, it's like I'm not going to do that again. So with Chris, he really helps. You know, lift that barrier up for people mm-hmm. so they can go, oh, great, I didn't know you could do that. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's actually easier. Oh, that's all you have to do. Yeah. You know, it, it's that usually. I didn't know you. That was it. I always find, and we were discussing this before we started, that it's all about if you're going to get into hats and bags, any of the products that you guys offer, is be prepared to, at the beginning, spend a few hours, maybe half a day, and just, like, turn the phone off and yeah. just throw yourself into it and try and break stuff. We always say try and break stuff. Yep. Like find out where the limitations are, find out what you shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. You know, try and try and scorch it to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, if you spend that time in it, at the end of that time, you know the product's much better and there it always is an answer to decorate yes, these products, yes. I find. Yeah. There's always a way. Um, and if you're struggling to find the way, you know, Chris is here. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's, there's help on our website as well. 
things like that. So, yeah, th- there's always a way. So if, if uh, a customer's buying Beachfield products and they want to get in touch with Chris and they want some help, how do they go about that? Um, they go to our website, beachfieldbrands.com, uh, and they join our community, and they'll have access to imagery, videos, um, decoration help, all sorts of tips and tricks on, on how to, um, you know, again, you know, come over that barrier of, of the perception of, you know, difficult yeah. headwear, difficult bags. Um, yeah, join the community on our website is, is where to go for, for Chris and he'll, uh, he'll show you how he's done. So Chris, is there like a, a top three of questions that you get that people perhaps are, some people obviously aren't afraid to ask because you wouldn't know what they were, but what are the, the three things that perhaps people are most likely to ask you on a sort of day-to-day basis about where they're going wrong? Yeah, I think, I mean, Ashford's just said um, people seem to be a bit scared about decorating six-panel caps and I think you know, people see a seam on a cap and it's like, oh, I can't print over that or I can't embroider over that. And I think what's good about our caps is that the, the seam does lie very flat. It's not like a, it's not, it's not a raised yeah. seam. You know, it, it does lie quite flush to the, the cap. So you can, you know, you can print over it. You can embroider it. You know, I, I've printed and embroidered of the majority of our caps, I think, with no issue. Um, so I think, yeah, people just kind of need to... Um, be brave be brave and just yeah. you know take the plunge and you know like you said you know just order a few extra ones ruin them kind of push them to the limit and just kind of you know see that it's not as difficult as it well, that's might that, that's the way to do it I mean I know for so for instance when we bought the uh, we have our 360 heat press so I'm sure everyone that's listening is familiar with this but for anyone that's not we have a, a lower heated hat press so the idea for six panel hats is you print from the inside or apply most of the heat on the inside because you're closer to the actual adhesive because lots of people want to put really chunky designs on there and part of the problem is it takes so long to the heat to travel all the way through the badge or the patch or the vinyl and that's when issues occur because the hat doesn't want to be have 160 degrees on the top for it for a a minute it's not healthy for any kind of decoration regardless of whether it's a hat or a bag but what we did is at the very beginning is okay we need to get the a base point for people to start with and normally for us we set 140 in the top 160 in the bottom 45 seconds then you can go up and down a temperature down in time up in time depending and then you find the recipe and you apply it and then for that particular product like you'd be like it's my b661 and i'm going to put this recipe next to it and i just got about 20 different hats 20 of the same hat to start off with before i even brought in different ones and i got a pack of post-it notes and i tried loads of different recipes put a post-it note in front of them with the recipe and left them on the table because you also want to see how they react after 24 48 hours and then once you okay i've got the best one first version try a few more times to make sure it still works and you have got the recipe locked in it wasn't a fluke and at that point you can sign that off um because one of the most important things is people often ask me with patches and stuff well what's the wash quality like and i say why would, you, why would you wash your hat 75 times? Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's the running one, for instance, yeah. which has obviously got a different shape to it anyway. But if it's a, a trucker or a beanie or uh, like a snapback, why would you, you know, it's not healthy to throw those things <laughs> in washing machines because you want to keep that nice structure. That's what is so premium about them is the structure. But you find the, the point of your recipe by just trying for a few hours and then it'll be fine. Because it's and most of the time, as you're saying to me earlier, Ashford, actually there's probably I don't know there's maybe a couple of percent difference between option A and option B anyway, um, and then you're like okay, and most of the time, in all honesty, most of the products I put onto your hats, I don't even tend to change the screen because they're within a 
more or less exactly the same anyway yeah. for no, exactly. rubber woven embroidered patches or, yeah. or a hybrid vinyl they're pretty much all exactly the same yeah. and we don't have any problems with them no. yeah the um, yeah you, you know the method is the same you know your time your temperature and your pressure the method is exactly the same yeah, and yeah you, you might vary between five seconds on your on your time maybe five degrees on your temperature yeah uh, and the pressure you know yeah, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe one. You know, maybe, maybe one pressure point. It's, it's, it's literally trial and error. Yeah. But the trial and error isn't one extreme to another extreme. The trial no. and error is, yeah, is within, you know, five degree, five degrees or five seconds. Yeah. So yeah, it's not you have to wait for things to heat up or cool, cool down for a long time. It's, it's, it's really good. Oh, yeah. you know, like I said, you Chris. Uh, he'll, he'll do the testing for you. Yeah. 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 Well, that's it. You yeah. know, that, yeah. and that's it. It's a great resource for everyone that's listening to help because you've seen some horror stories i'm sure since you've yeah <laughs> you're like why are you doing that yeah uh, but then you know you can share those mistakes with other people like yeah. here's what uh, is if you do anything definitely don't do this yeah yeah that's the thing it's um you know i take them to the limits you know you're not going to press a hat at 200 degrees but no. you know i'm gonna i'm gonna press the hat to 200 degrees and see how it <laughs> you know <laughs> how does it ruin it you know yeah. what's the kind of what's the kind of limit you can take something so and for me it's the most important factor i don't know if you found this or not chris but i find that the biggest mistake people make and i'm going to cover this at the headwear event is actually it's the peel i don't is the cold peel so um because most people that start with hats for our customers anyway anyone that's listening is they start with t-shirts and they use ultra color and they peel it cold but cold peel is like 20 seconds something goes cold pretty quickly but hats retain heat a lot very different to um t-shirts or hoodies it's like i'd say it's like it could be three four minutes before you even want to peel that hat because it's i don't know it's just the material type and it's the structure i think as well and it's on there for so we might fuse a transfer for 12 seconds we might fuse a hat for 45 seconds so it's important to remember these differences when you're trying to yeah. break stuff so i, think, I would um, say just do the whole of the job and then peel and make a cold yeah, peel is cold peel it could be yeah. tomorrow and it's but still cold table, peel got to do something else exactly yeah <laughs> just it, let it cool yeah and that's an important part of the testing process is, is the patience mm. and it's the patience of put them all in a row and come back later yeah basically <laughs> but then you will have perfect results once you do it if you just have a bit of patience yeah, yeah. um and you're just like not and you just try and try and try so one of the things I, that I do get asked a lot, um, and hopefully you two can both help with this, is uh, it comes down to pricing. So one of the things that is very easy, if anyone that has uh, an account with any of the main four wholesalers, hat pricing uh, is very cheap. I mean, the the cost of these very high-quality hats are sort of like start off around £2, and a lot of the hat types are kind of 2 to £3 covers it. But the biggest questions we get are, okay, I get I get two three pound hat. I can decorate it for say fifty p at most. Is how to understand how to sell them. That's where I think a lot of people get stuck. I wonder if you have any advice for where to pitch from an actual RRP point of view yeah. for people. I think it goes back to the who and the mm-hmm. why again. Yeah. Um, so you know some of our more traditional caps, the more you know, promotional, you know, perceived caps at like the B fifteen, for example. Yeah. You know that's not something you would typically see in, let's say, a retail setting or in a, a, like a, a sports shop that could be retailing for, you know, from 20 to £35. Pound. But something like, you know, one of our mesh trucker caps, like the B646, or something, one of our organic caps, like the B54N, 
you know, some of those you can, you know, retail 25, 30, 35, depending on the customer. Yeah. So, you know, organic wear, as we know, is, is, is growing massively. Mm -hmm. So, uh, if you have the right setting for that, organic wear yeah, can be anywhere between you know, 25 and 35. Um, and yeah, some of the other styles, depending on sportswear, typically under £20, mm -hmm. um, caps and beanies and yeah. scarves. Um, but yeah, again, it starts with the, with the who and the, and the why. Yeah, I think that's that's important. That's why I often tell people is, as a minimum, at least, I mean, I would try at least, actually, to be honest with you, so at least try and have like 100% margin in them because I think there's yeah. and there's plenty of room for that. So even yeah. if you it's costing £3 to make, try and go at least 10 to 15 on it for any customer type. But like you say, it all comes down to who your customer type is, Who? what is your brand identity? Yes, absolutely. Are you, uh, can we have... Are you fulfillment and you're doing it as a kind of a workwear? Or if it's a clothing brand, you can definitely pitch it a lot yeah, higher. Yeah. Um, and if you decorate it right with the right finish on it, it's yep. a, the perceived value, I think, of hats and bags as well is a lot higher. And you can, you can just kind of stick to your guns. Yep. Say, this is the price is the price. Yep. Customers will pay for it. Yeah. And, yeah. and the quality comes with it as well. You know, yeah. you know, okay, you might see it as a, a three or four pound uh, mm -hmm. investment in the beginning, but... You know, once you actually see it and touch it and feel it and wear it, you can see actually this is a this is actually a fifteen pound hat or a twenty pound hat or whatever. You know, not just a you know a lower entry cap. Yeah, and the great thing is as well is because unless someone's like working out in it or using it in the garden or something like that, where it's going to get punished, actually that hat's probably going to look the goodest of the first day in like ten, fifteen years time. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what that's what the investment is that the person's making in that. Yeah, yeah. What's well, the longevity of the products as well? Yeah. yeah, durability as well as long as well as you know sustainability and you know looking nice and we need to decorate is you know make it as durable as, mm -hmm. as possible as well. And one of the things I found particularly interesting as I was kind of you know as I was preparing for this event and you two coming in was the way that the hat market is growing uh, globally and also in the sort of UK and Europe and it's. It's really quite interesting because uh, some of the stats I found was that year on year globally, it's expect hat market expected to grow seven percent every single year for at least the next seven years. Okay. But that's taking in the global. That's factoring even like mature markets like the US, which obviously yeah. is massive, and Asia as well, which is massive. But actually, a lot of UK and Europe is still around a seventeen, eighteen percent growth year on year yeah. um, because of the sort of fashion growth and it's how it's growing into uh, sports uh, merchandise as well in the UK, which I thought was, it's a, it's a big opportunity, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think you know, with headwear especially, you don't need to buy a piece of headwear to be for, for use. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not a, a beanie because your ears are cold or it's not a running yeah. cap because you're running. You know, um, headwear now is for, for anyone and everyone. So you know, you'll find that some of our traditional styles like the B445, Patch beanie typically came in your black and your royal and your burgundy, but actually now we've released it in a in a pink, in a heather grey, in like an oatmeal colour, much softer, more kind of you know fashion driven colourways because we're seeing that our headwear is covering all you know well, the, the other side of, of what's seen as just yeah for, for, for purpose. It's yes. just yeah I want to look cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we definitely see a growth in in just looking cool headwear. Yeah, I think there is. There is uh, much more of an emotional connection to hats as well. Yeah. I find, I know that you know um, myself, and Molly. We've spoken about this off camera. Is that sometimes actually when you when you go away, you go somewhere nice and you enjoy it. Actually, sometimes you even like. Sometimes you bring back a hat 
instead of a t-shirt now um i know i've got loads of them at home from when i've been on holiday and stuff like actually like yeah it reminds you of a particular moment but yeah. it's if it's done right you're like actually this is really high quality yeah uh, and bit but now you'll start to notice yeah that's a peterfield hat i can see that what they've yeah, done yeah. there or be you know as the, hat, the uk hat market has got massive growth potential and is growing is be the person decorating those hats that yeah. you put in front of people yeah yeah because it, it's never been it's never been easier to do it than ever than now but no. especially with, with your quality products uh and with our 360 iq hat press it's just yeah. so easy we're finding a lot of customers having them next to their heat press because it's an auto open and it's once you put it on you can yeah. leave it for 45 seconds it's actually it's it's not even like you have to hire an additional operator no, exactly. It's like it's an extension of your operators yeah. already. And so it's the, the, the variability and yeah. the, the different options we have in headwear is yeah. Like I said, we've got about two hundred different styles yeah. in headwear. So yeah, you're doing some sportswear, yeah, sports cap. You're doing a you know organic recycle brand with mm-hmm. um, clothing. You can buy some organic or recycled yeah. headwear. You know, there's something for everyone, and there's more and more you know being added all the time. Yeah. So we've kind of covered quite a lot of how to get started and where to get what, you know. And ultimately, the short answer is talk to you two, go to beachfieldbrands.com and get involved. One of yeah. the things we didn't, uh, I should have mentioned earlier, is when you talked about the access to your community, mm-hmm. is if you're thinking about selling hats, but even, you know, you can just order one. But even if you don't want to order one, you can get access to a lot of your materials and you have a lot of great branding yeah. materials that you can then leverage as to resell onto your customers as well. Um, yep. So I think you can access, you've got access to pretty much every colour and every hat type to put on your own website. Yep, access to, you know, let's say, imagery, videos, um, any sort of marketing materials that you're looking to get into, yeah, it's all in uh, the join the community um, function on the website. And for and now kind of thinking from, from the point of view of people that perhaps might be already using Beachfield products for or Bagbase or Quadra, what are the new products that are new at the moment? I know you've got a few new styles that you're going to talk to um, everyone that's attending tomorrow about. Well, what should people that are already in the hat game, already doing great business, what should they be, what's next and what, should, what are you two excited about new products that are available? I think um, colours is, is one of the big things we focus on. So we've introduced more retail-driven colourways. Um, so things like terracotta, um, walnuts. So you know, colourways you might often see in, in retail. Um, not so much in the you know, this kind of textile industry that we're, we're typically in. Um, so definitely softer, more neutral colours. Uh, you know, olive greens and sands and desert sands and oatmeal and stuff. Um, but definitely unstructured caps is, is one thing as well. Um, people are looking for more softer silhouettes. Not so much the, the high build or the you know, kind of high blocking caps, something much softer. Um, that kind of comes in line with the colourways that you see. Yeah. Um, and, you know... In terms of headwear, uh, to the beanies, um, just anything that can be, you know, printed on. You know, more and more patch beanies, like Chris was mentioning the earlier. The B442R is yeah. just one edition. And we do patch caps that are removable. Um, so, yeah, it's just keep looking out for, for more um, easy-to-decorate headwear, I think is what is one thing. So, number one thing really is after this, everyone that's listening, if they're not already, they're going to need to go to beachfieldbrands.com yep. and they need to get in touch, they need to get access to that community and they need to start that journey yep. and just ultimately don't yeah. be intimidated yeah. because it's it's very easy. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have lots and lots of content hopefully over the next day or so where we're going to introduce more and more uh, people to your products. 
anyone wants to join us head we're live um unfortunately if you haven't attended you can have to wait till maybe till next year to to get uh see that stuff but you are all often out and about anyway at different trade shows and events yeah. so it's very easy to come and find you and get hands on with it and kind of understand the hats and yeah. products as well so yeah. just make sure you're involved in that community uh, and you make sure you are subscribed uh, to our youtube channel because there's going to be lots of videos we have lots of products uh, available to demonstrate on and Molly's going to be putting together lots of great videos on this so I'd like to thank you both for joining us for the podcast today. Really appreciated that insight into the hat market and the bag market. And there's so many possibilities of extra revenue streams that our customers can gain from just getting in touch with you and starting that journey on thinking above and beyond just T-shirts and hoodies. Um, I think there's a lot of exciting potential. We didn't even touch on things like key rings and other wallets and other accessories. And um, I know that you have a lot of great um, sort of beauty bags and things like that yeah. so many so many possibilities so i do employ everyone that's listening to get in touch at beachfield and start that journey and thank you very much for uh watching or listening to the podcast this week uh we'll be back again next week with another episode